What's up, everybody? My name is Sydney. Um, before we get to today's show, I just wanted to say that even though we may not all agree on how this coronavirus pandemic is being handled, we do hope that everybody is being safe and taking all the simple precautions that um, have been laid out for us that can prevent the spread of the disease and potentially save a life. Um, we hope that you're coming here to get your mind off of that and to get some uh, sports talk and be entertained for a little while to where you don't have to think about that. And there's a whole lot of sports to be talked about this week. So hope you enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? This is Sydney, and you're listening to Friendly Fire. Welcome back to Friendly Fire. My name is Sydney. Um, my co-host, Sean. Hello. This is going to be probably a lot within this show, this episode. Um, and there's a whole lot of NFL news and transactions going on, but I actually want to start with NBA since we won't touch on that much. Um, with the season at this point, anyway, being postponed, and now they're talking about mid-June, late June being the best-case scenario for everything resuming, what do you think is the best, um, the best option for them going forward when the season does resume? Should they, do you think they should pick up in the playoffs? Do you think it should just play out the, I think the most games any team has left is 20 games? Um, or do you think there's another solution to that going forward? Uh, I'm definitely going to be in the minority, uh, in my opinion, because coronavirus and everything about it uh, has annoyed me. <laughs> but while, and while I get, you know, the canceling or postponing or whatever like that um i'm not a i'm not a fan of starting the season right with the games that matter um if you have a yeah. shortened season you have a shortened season i'm i'm fine with it being shorter than normal um but for the teams that uh are getting ready to play games that matter uh i don't want to jump right into a seven game series uh when you're still trying to get your feet wet um so I would much rather them play a few games, like maybe like five games. Um, I don't like the idea of it being as far back as June because then that shortens the off season for the next season. But, um, you know, this is unprecedented circumstances. So um, whatever you got to do to adjust, you got to do it. But I, I just I just hope that they have a few games to warm up before we start playing playoff games. Yeah, and I, I'm i in favor of – it's 20 games. I'm in favor of them playing out the rest of the schedule because, of course, I'm with you. I don't want them to jump right into the games that absolutely matter the most. Um, but I also don't want them to have to go through and try to cherry pick five to eight or ten games for teams to be playing at that point either because you can't tell – the teams who aren't going to make the playoffs to just stay at home at this point, that kind of defeats the purpose as well. So I'm, I'm in favor of let's, let's go ahead and play out the rest of the season and then get to the playoffs whenever, whenever the time comes. Yeah. Um, 
It's just crazy that all the way till June is the earliest that they can even be thinking about it. It's, yeah. I wish, I wish it could start again right now, but. Um, over the past couple of days, I've heard this, and this is kind of crazy too. Um, the fact that there are a, not a lot, but there are some changes that the NBA have been looking at in regards to the off season. That because this has happened, they might be able to implement now, and it gives them a trial run of how uh, it could go going forward, like having the draft before free agency. Uh, I mean, after free agency. And starting the season later than October, mm-hmm. uh, closer towards the end of the football season, and they're running to the start of the next football season. And that's things that I would like to see um, actually get implemented. I think I'd be in favor of both of those things, especially the the draft after free agency. That makes all the sense in the world to me. And then if you're able to run your basketball season between the end and the start of the football season, that gives you uh, more viewership and more fans in that regards as well. I am nobody, um, but I have I said that a long time ago. I said that a long time ago. I don't understand why the NBA don't start their season in December or January. It ain't, it ain't like it matters. You play inside. So playing in the hottest time of the year doesn't matter to you. So you can play all the way through – you can start your season a few weeks while the Super Bowl is going on, and then the heart of your season can be when football is over. Like, and you can still crown a champion before football comes back. So, I don't know I would why. Think the biggest thing about that is the the Olympic years, to where so, they do that during the summer. Oh, so you about to cancel your, your you know postpone oh. the season every four years in order to accommodate. What's going on with the Olympics? Well, yeah, you're talking about Olympic basketball. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, okay, so I guess. So, I, yeah, I figured that would be the the reason behind that. And yeah, that maybe they have a way to get around that, so. Yeah. But, of course, that's all postponed and suspended right now, so we ain't got no more to talk about in those regards, so we can move on to the NFL. Um, I don't know how many of y'all are interested in it, but I was real, really interested in the CBA um, when it started, when it got approved by the owners and sent to the players a few weeks ago. I was really interested in how that whole situation would play out with players like Aaron Rodgers, J.J. White, Eric Reed coming out and saying, look, this isn't, this isn't it. Like, don't, don't vote yes on this. And to see it get approved by the players and to see how close of a margin it was between a yes and a no on it was telling to me about how how a lot of players actually viewed it and how basically you gotta you separate the minority from the majority. The people like Aaron Rodgers, JJ White, and Eric Reed who are making a lot of money in this league. Um see that, man, owners are still keeping the bulk of everything that we're getting. That, that's not right. But for the people who's not, who's on the opposite end of that, they looking like, man, they're going to give us more money in our minimums, former players getting better benefits and things of that nature. Um, yeah, that was that was crazy for me to actually... It was I, I didn't think it was going to get passed just because 
those players, when you see those players, you figure everybody's going to follow their lead. But mm-hmm. obviously, when it's not on the field, that's not the case. Uh, it's as close to politics and football as there is. Um, mm-hmm. You know, how, how things affect your bottom line uh, when you're in different tax brackets. Um, and when you when you're in different uh, stages of your career and, and, and how the things on and off the field with the with the CBA um, affects you. So, yeah, it, it was it was interesting to me um, just because, you know, I don't, we don't we don't play in the league. But for the players who um, have voices and, and why they were so adamant about not wanting to uh, sign it or not wanting it to pass. Um, so that I found I did find that interesting too, but the I what I didn't like about it there were some things I liked and some things that I didn't. Not that my opinion matters, but um, the playoffs. Um, I think I told you when I first saw the format for the new playoffs, I didn't like them tweaking uh, the the six teams getting in and moving it up. I mean six teams per conference, moving it up to seven. Um, where you got fourteen teams total. I wasn't a huge fan of it at first, but then when I thought about it, how it really makes fighting for that number one seed matter a little bit more that you can't just settle into the, the number two spot. And if somebody beats the number one seed, then you get all the perks for it. Um, but I don't, I hate the 17 game season. Uh, that's the one thing that I don't like. Um, I felt like for years they've had the best, the best playoff system, the best, the best scheduling, um, and when you look at it, bro, it just it just continues to be all right. Well, first it was 14. Now it's 16. Now it's 17. And I just feel like we 10, 15 years from 18 games, 20 games, 24 games. Like, when does it stop? Like, uh, like what's wrong with the 16 you got? There ain't nothing wrong with that. Just but now you just want to just more, more money, more money, more money. And it's just I feel like it's about to get ridiculous. Um, I, I, I am, I have no issues with the, the expansion of the playoffs, one team, especially as a fan, they give me one more slot that my team can try to go out there and get, but right. I do like the emphasis on the number one seed, that's, that, the number two seed no longer getting a bye week, that, I really like that, mm-hmm. um, the extra game doesn't bother me too much because it's one game. I know that they were the owners are actually fighting for two. Um, it doesn't bother me at this point. Maybe eventually it will, but more football is more football. Um, the biggest thing that caught my eye really though was the The, the revenue that the players are getting now and the max that they can get to it and what's going to happen with the salary cap after the 2020 season. Because they're saying, man, by the end of this 10-year CBA, the salary cap can be up to $400 million. Yeah. And that, of course, is good for everybody involved because that gives your team more spending money. It's going to make the contract seem real ridiculous. Uh Really but they but they like, should be but they should be because it, it's always been backwards like just because there's more games I understand the the revenue and the TV money and all that and how that stuff is divided mm-hmm. up that you got baseball and basketball they there are more opportunities more money to be made but 
why is the most physical sport the least paid? Like that, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it just, it should be, they should be $200 million contracts for wide receivers just because, I mean, shit, they're getting hit more than basketball players and baseball. Yeah. And it's, uh, so yeah, I, re- I really like that. Even with the salary cap jumping up just $10 million this year, the deals that you're seeing being able to be stretched to when it's going to be 220 and 250 million dollars, and see how teams operate in that, I really, I really like that. This is by far the most I've ever paid attention to any CBA. Um, so yeah, that 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 really interests me this time around. Um, what else you got? Uh, we can jump into transactions now, man. Uh, the franchise tag deadline was Monday. Um, what before noon, eleven fifty nine. Any of anybody who got franchise tag surprised you at all? Surprise? Um, I don't think so. Uh, I wish you know we talked about it a couple weeks ago. I wish the Jaguars hadn't done Ndakwe, um, cause just because he doesn't want to play for them anymore. Um, yeah. So I, I don't, I don't think I was surprised by any of them. You know, people people had them to use. You know, you don't want to use your lose your players for nothing. Um, yeah. So no, not not any of them surprised me. Um, I said this a few weeks ago when we were just talking about players who looked like they were going to be franchise tagged, and I didn't. Bud Dupree is the one that I'm indifferent about. Um, I feel like that's somebody they definitely could have let their agency and paid a reasonable amount without having to tag him or have to worry about another team coming through and grabbing him. But at the same time, you're seeing people like Robert Quinn and um, who's the other player? There was another pass rusher who got deals that maybe Pittsburgh couldn't afford because of their cap situation. Yeah. But um, I think that's the only one that really caught me off guard. The, the, the Joe Thune, Thune, whatever his name is, the guard for the Patriots, who they tagged. That just let me know that they was gonna move on from Tom Brady at that point. Yeah, um, that that signaled that to me. And then Arizona putting the transition tag on Kenyon Drake. That let me knew something was going going to happen with David Johnson, and that they really wanted to keep Kenyon Drake going for it as well. Yeah, man. You uh, one of the few things in football we disagree on. Uh, them moving on from David Johnson didn't surprise me. Um, I felt like it was a move that should have been done anyway, but uh, but that was it. No, I, that wasn't any franchise tags that surprised me. Yeah. Um, and then, well, there was a lot of transactions that took place last week, but most of them were just people getting cut. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some big names, but most of them were older players who are towards the end of their careers. Right. Um, much closer to the end of their careers than the beginning of them. Cameron Wake, Jimmy Graham, mm-hmm. Thomas Davis, players yeah. like that. Um, yeah. Devontae Freeman was one that was a younger player that came recently. I want him. <laughs> I want him. 
And before the tampering period uh, opened, you had some signings, Josh Norman going to Buffalo. Uh, <laughs> already. Uh, Christian Kirksey signing with Green Bay. Um, and then our first big trade was Calais Campbell going to um, Baltimore. Yeah. Fifth rounder. What you thought about that? Baltimore, didn't they? Wait, they got another <laughs> pass today. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot. Hold on, bro. I got it in my handy dandy notebook. Let me tell you who they notebook. Anyway, uh Calais Campbell to the Ravens. Yes. Um Campbell can still play. That's about definitely was about money. Um, so I mean the Ravens continue to just be uh a, a team that every it it's just something about the uniform. You know they're gonna have a good defense. So um yeah, the Jaguars I don't know what they're doing. They, I mean, they just, I mean, they just, they had a good team two years ago, and it mm-hmm. fell apart so quick. Um, very, very fast. So, uh, Michael Brockers is the other lineman they signed. Okay. They defense was they they're doing what they're supposed to be doing right now. Even two three moves, they they're able to be like, look, we gonna. We're going to be here one, two in the AFC for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy because I definitely wrote them off. I definitely wrote them off last last offseason. Moving to moving into the Lamar Jackson thing. Earl Thomas was a good pickup for them, but you know, they had lost some players on defense, but mm-hmm. they just keep they just keep recycling them, bro. And it's just like, dang, this this dude. They're like they're like Alabama on defense. <laughs> not not that good, but I'm just saying they always have somebody. You know, they always have a good defense. Yeah, and they added a they added a linebacker earlier too. I just can't remember who it is right now. But um, yeah. Um, what else you got? The what was the second trade? The second trade was the DeAndre Hopkins trade. Lord have mercy. The second trade of the DIJ Hopkins trade. What was your initial reaction to that one? I just look, bro. First, first it went from DeAndre Hopkins is on the market, and I know they keep a lot of this stuff under wraps. But I, you know, after after it got done, you hear all this stuff come out. Oh well. <laughs> Is we've been he been in talks for weeks, months. Like we they've been trying to move on from him. I'm like, what? And then you hear all this stuff about the relationship with Bill, uh, Bill O'Brien and just the fact that he couldn't. First of all, that they didn't. First of all, what they got from for him is just what you know. Like I, I just when you see wide receivers get traded for first round picks all the time, or players who get traded for second round picks, it just don't feel like that was enough. Like even a, a couple of days, a couple hours later, a wide receiver got traded uh, for more than that. Uh, Diggs, Diggs got yeah. traded for the, the the Vikings got a good amount of stuff for him that they could just they could replace him immediately. You ain't doing that for Hopkins. Like what they what they got for him was nothing. They traded him for nothing. Uh, a contract that's bad in my opinion. The for a running back who is past whatever he was in the in in his prime. And it just the Cardinals, the Cardinals definitely got the better end of the deal, and they 
look like an up and coming team already. Yeah, yeah. Um, this to me, the first part is this is Houston. This is Houston still reaching for the running back that they've been envisioning since. Um, Foster. No, who was after Henry Foster? They had somebody else, didn't they? Before Lamar Miller, who was there? That went. Was it? Did Latavius Murray play for them? Or no, he played. He for always them. played for the Vikings. Wait, who? Oh, Latavius Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but they're still looking for that running back, that guy, and we've seen them search for him with Lamar Miller, and then he. Had a decent season, then he got lost for a season. And then now it's gonna now it's gonna bug me because I really want to know who who was yeah, the about. But there was somebody there before Lamar Miller who was who was decent. But after Arian Foster. But after Arian Foster, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, but yeah, and then after Lamar Miller got hurt, they reached for Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson. They have. They obviously have this picture of what they want their running back to be. Mm-hmm. And the thing with DeAndre Hopkins, of course, he butted heads with the GM or the owner a couple of years ago over the protests and him being so outspoken about that. Um, but it seemed like it really came down to he wanted more money. He wanted a new contract. He wanted to restructure his deal. And them not wanting to pay him $20 plus million. Um, They didn't value him that much. I don't... I definitely don't agree with what they got back for him. They could have got a ton more back from, I'm sure, in a lot of different places, but maybe not if this is the deal that they ended up with. You know? Yeah, I just... I don't believe that when you see Diggs going for as much as he did and and Diggs was as vocal about not wanting to be what he is. So, you know, when when a team know you're trying to unload somebody, uh it it don't seem like they would want to give you as much cuz I know you your he won out anyway. So and my, and my other thing was was this them somewhat doing right by DeAndre Hopkins? Was Arizona a place he wanted to be? I thought about that too. When you see when maybe. you see what they got back from him, you're like, well, maybe they were trying to quote unquote do right by him. And maybe, but it wanted to be that also could pay him. Yeah, but at the same time, you can't you can't just you can't you got to think about you too. Of course, but once again, they have this infatuation with this type of running back that they're looking for, and maybe they figure if the injuries are behind David Johnson. I think he has two years left on his deal. He can give them that for two years. We'll see. Yeah, but the the reaction to it, my reaction to it, I was I was surprised by. Um, it was a lot of, it was a lot of trades, even for by NFL standards so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the first free agent off the board was Austin Hooper to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And that in turn turned Atlanta to trade for Hayden Hurst. Um, which I like I like both of those deals. I like Austin Hooper going to Cleveland. It makes you wonder what's gonna happen with David and Joe though, if they gonna hold on to him and try a two tight end thing or Yeah. That's what I had heard that they were gonna try to 
used to tight ends. Yeah. Um, and I, I like that idea, uh, especially yeah. with the receivers they got, too. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and I also like Hayden Hurst to Atlanta. Hayden Hurst really came on strong last year. In a situation where he wasn't the main guy, he was sharing with two other tight ends. So, mm-hmm. now he gets a chance. Um, man, there was for yesterday. There was a good amount of agreements. I'm not going. They can't sign yet, so agreements. But today, man, it really, it really kicked up a notch, especially with the bigger names. Yeah. Um. Oh, I forgot. So Detroit. I forgot the dude name already. I swear I did. Is that it? The the lineman. Yeah, the lineman I told you I'd never heard of before in my life. That y'all cut. Oh, Rick, uh, Rick, Rick Wagner. Yeah, what did you feel about that? I, like, me, I never even heard of him, but obviously he was starting for y'all for a while. Yeah, we got him from the Ravens. Uh, Alright, I'm going to just go on my little rant about the Lions so we can be done with them. Uh, I don't I don't like the idea of spending money that in 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 different places. Okay, so every move they make to go forward, they take two steps back to me. Like, okay, so you got rid of Rick Wagner um, to free up cap space, and then you gave money to a, another lineman from the Eagles who I've never heard of in my life. Five years, $50 million. And then That's you crazy. go... Huh? That's crazy that you've never heard of him and I've never heard of the other... Right. And so but but the thing about that that bothered me was not it wasn't even that they went out and got the right tackle from the Eagles. It bothered me that they let um I can't think of his name right now. Glasgow. Graham Glasgow go to Denver for the same money yeah. you paid. Like so now you got a whole now you got a hold that guard when the money was the same. You could have you could have gave that money to Glasgow and kept and and while you still might have had a hole at right tackle, I would much rather you pay the people that are already in your building. You know what I'm saying? Then for you to go out mm-hmm. and because you we already know who he is. He's been solid. You know he he he's your draft pick. So I don't understand the point in moving on from that. And then you go on the defensive side of the ball where they spend money on Jamie Collins, another expatriate. If we get the Patriot version then I'm fine with it. But if we get the Cleveland version, it's another waste of money. But more importantly, soon as you plug in a linebacker, you're like, all right, the linebacker room looks decent. You got Jared Davis, Jamie Collins, and uh, Giovanni Talai, who you drafted in the second round. And now you got uh, and Devon Kennard. Nope, you cut Devon Kennard. Why? I just, it just, and the, the people that, the thing that frustrates me about it is the people that they getting rid of are people who are valued in the locker room. Devon Kennard yeah. is a, a, a back-to-back team captain. Quandre Diggs was a team captain. De, uh, Damon Harrison, who you got snacks. I mean, every he was extremely well liked. Now he didn't play up to his standards, but I thought he played fine. And then you cut him. More, it's it's just when you talk about the culture with this team, and and you look at the type of people that they're going after all the time. But then you look at the type of people that they get rid of. It's like, which one is it? Which, yeah. can, can you make your mind up? Because I don't know which one you're trying to accomplish. So, I don't know. They they piss me off and I'm tired of them. <laughs> so, that's what I thought. 
the canard releasing him that's that one I don't understand that at all um when you get a guy like Matt Patricia you get a guy like Brian Flores or you get a guy like Bill O'Brien you know that they're gonna be able to plug players from New England so Jamie Collins that one made all the sense in the world to me um the a tackle from the Eagles he's a good old lineman so that is what it is but like you said is you was gonna pay him that you could have kept Glasgow, somebody who y'all drafted and was already in your building. Um, I love to chase Daniels for y'all backup. I've been Daniels since we drafted him. I I was swearing back then that he was going to be the next starting quarterback when Drew Brees left, and it didn't work out that way. But I'm glad that he's still in the league. He's still getting paid. He's still a very solid backup quarterback. Um, I didn't even get the I'm sorry, I didn't even get to Chase Daniels. I, I do like, that's the one move that I like that they made. I, I really like that move, but go ahead, I'm sorry. And then it still comes down to what are y'all going to end up doing with Darius Slay? Oh, I think that's over. Uh, I saw, um, I saw once they were talking about the teams who were initially interested in Byron Jones. They were saying, well, whichever team don't get them, most likely going to come after Slay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's still something that has to play out that's going to free up money and should bring y'all back draft capital at the least I do I do think um, like I said a, a couple of weeks ago I was fine with I'm fine with the way the situation is playing out I, I do I if he was on the team under the contract is the best case scenario in my opinion if he just played yeah. out as right um, but there has been no indication that they're even trying to give him new money. Um, and, and, it, and his uh, demeanor seems to be, if they don't, then he ain't going to play. So yeah. I, I would much rather them just go ahead and move on from him right now, exactly. um, which I expect to be the case, because I saw that they were going after Jalen Mills before he signed somewhere else. Um, so... Yeah, I think that's over. Anybody else that you've what? seen that y'all going after? I haven't seen that they're going. They were they were uh, trying to go after DJ Reader. Um, obviously, he signed with uh, Cleveland. He signed with who? He signed no, with not Andy Dandy Notebook. I'm gonna tell you in a second. Let me check it out, bro. The Bengals. Yeah, I, I knew it was a. I knew it was a team in that division. I, I thought it was Cleveland. Anyway, uh. I, I thought they were going after DJ Reader. Obviously, they didn't get him. Um, I haven't seen anything about them going after uh, Malcolm Jenkins, but I would love that. Just because they got young safeties that they're, they're satisfied with, but we run a lot of three safety uh, packages, so I would love. And he'd be a great influence on yeah. just that secondary. So when you got, if you got Justin Coleman, um, uh, Justin Coleman, the two safeties that we already have, and and you add Malcolm Jenkins to that, and then turn around and draft Akuda, then if you even if you trade Slay, that that gives you a good secondary. So I'd be I'd be fine with that. Uh, and there's a hole at safety anyway. It's not just me, you know, projecting that on them. Especially when you look at the fact that our defensive coordinator is the former defensive back coach for the Eagles. So I would like them to be in that conversation. I feel like that's somebody we can get in the room with anybody else that you right off the top of your head you know man I would like to have him in Detroit 
Devontae Freeman. I said that um, just because I uh, they were they were trying to trade for him at the trade deadline. So I think mm-hmm. they're going to have a conversation with him. I told you Melvin Gordon, but I think Melvin Gordon's going to be too expensive. I don't want them to spend that type of money on a running back. I feel like Devontae Freeman is a is going to be perfect. He's somebody that if he ends up taking over the starting role, that would be nice. But if he if we spent money on him and he was just carrying on Johnson's backup, you got that stable between him, Scarborough, and carry on Johnson. Uh, yeah. And I'm fine with that. But Gordon seems like if we spend the money on him, he's got to get the touches. And I I don't want to – that's a little too rich for my blood. For the, you know. But other than that, bro, I really am satisfied with the team. They just – I just wish they would stop creating problems by releasing people that, you know, are good players. Yeah. And young players. Yeah, well, Kennard, well, uh, Harrison's not young, and uh, well, no, I was referencing Kennard and then yeah, the trade deadline when they got rid of uh, Quandre Diggs. Yeah, so um, that's where I'm at with them. Very frustrated. <laughs> um, as far as New Orleans, it's early. The first thing I thought the first thing that they would get out the way was Drew Brees' contract. Um, but instead, which I have no problem with, they re-signed uh, David Onyemata for three years, which he played a big part in uh, a good defensive line that we had last season that we used a lot of pieces for. He was one of those. Um, and then, of course, Drew Brees re-signed for two years. The same deal he had last go-around, which is a blessing. Like, every. Everybody wants to be in other people's pockets and telling who to take a paper, but he's mm. actually taken one for us to be able to bring in other people. Um, Kiko Alonso restructured his deal. That was somebody I knew was gonna gonna end up being a casualty if he didn't. Um, so there's that. You brought up Malcolm Jenkins. I would love to get him back in New Orleans, especially with. Uh, I'm quite sure we're going to let Von Bell walk. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to have Malcolm Jenkins back. I wanted Teddy back. I had a, I had a, a glimpse of hope for a second. For a second, all the, all the starting jobs were filling up and Carolina was like, nah, bro, we got a starting job for you. Let's get yeah. Cam up out of here. Um, I wanted Chase Daniels back. This is the second time he said free agency and I'm like, oh, let's go get Chase Daniels back. No. He goes somewhere else. But, uh, I mean, this this is typical for New Orleans. We weren't going to be in – we weren't calling up any big-name players anyway. So, the the rest of the week is where we're really going to be able to, to strike. It's going to be interesting exactly who they go after. I still feel like the deal, the deal yesterday that came across my phone and I was like, why isn't he in New Orleans then if that's all he getting paid was the Kendall Fuller deal? Kendall mm. Fuller getting four years, forty million dollars. What? Like yeah. so y'all telling me I couldn't go get him for ten million dollars a season? Yeah. Um, so that that's the one so far where I'm like, man, we needed him and we could have had him, and that's not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, how do you feel about the Cam Newton Carolina situation? That you know, we talked weeks ago about Cam Newton being the quarterback in Carolina, um, or not 
just because mm-hmm. all of these quarterbacks that are on the market, and when you look around and you go, especially with the draft, it ain't that many spots. So, yeah. you know, Teddy Bridgewater, them choosing Teddy Bridgewater over him surprises me. Um, whatever that relationship is or has deteriorated to, um, I, I expect him to be um, somebody that people are interested in. Maybe, maybe uh, Los Angeles is where I would like to see him, honestly, just because him and Alex Lynn, I think, would be a good combination. And they already got they got actual six foot wide receivers there. Um, so, uh, I mean, but I can't. That's I mean, with Tom Brady going to Tampa, there really ain't many other places. I know it's not going to happen, but I would love to see him go to New England. The only way that can happen is if he actually got released, though. Um, yeah. I do, I, I do feel like Chicago as an option as well. Yeah, that. Chicago. Um, but the Chargers, the Chargers may be it. I thought the Chargers were going to come, uh, was going to be a strong destination for Tom Brady. Um, and they're still doing things to show up their offensive line and things like that. So that that could be a good spot for Cam Newton as well. Um, when we talked about it weeks ago, though, because money plays a big part in them being able to let him walk as well. It, and, it makes a lot of sense for them to move on from Amari. Yeah, and we talked about that weeks ago, and I was saying how if they could just get an upgrade with the team that they had last year, if they just had an upgrade over Kyle Allen or what was the other quarterback they had playing for them last year? I can't even remember his name. Will Grip. Yeah, or Will Greer, then they could still be there. They're not contending for no championship with that team, but they right. could still keep be a eight and eight team. They could still be fighting at the end of a season. And Teddy Bridgewater is that for two years or a year if they wanted to be because of what they paying them. No. So that all of that played out how we thought it was. It's just about where would Cam Newton end up being at this point? Yeah. Yeah, Chicago. Chicago would be interesting. And that, I honestly am rooting against that because um, that's in my division. But, um, yeah, we didn't talk about Tom Brady to, to Tampa. Yeah, bro. How you feel about that? I hate it for the optics. You know, we talked about that. That was how I felt a couple months ago. Me, when, when you first brought it up, and I was like, that's stupid. Why don't he just retire? Just because yeah. me as a fan, personally, I feel like um, I don't like when people do stuff like this. Brett Favre, Joe Montana, um, Dwayne Wade type thing where you have yeah. a career where you where I just... I associate Tom Brady with the Patriots, and um, if it's mutual or however it came to be that they're parting ways, uh, I just would have liked for him to retire uh, a New England Patriot. But from a football standpoint, when you're looking at it, it's just like, all right, they got weapons on offense. Um, I mean, it's, it's an upgrade from Jameis, so they could be interesting. I literally 
hate this move for only one reason. There's only one thing I hate about him joining Tampa Bay is that that's in the NFC South. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like you got two wide receivers who went over a thousand yards with Jameis Winston last year. Mm-hmm. So that's that's only going to get better. You got a solid defense. You have a good coach. And a um, and you got two tight ends. You got Cameron Bray and you got OJ Howard. So this that not and last year, going into last year, a lot of people were high on Tampa Bay. And of course, the only thing that was keeping people from actually choosing them to do anything was Jameis Winston. So right. now you you fix that problem with what's probably going to be a major upgrade. And if they can get, I feel like they need another running back. If they can get another running yeah. back, then you got another team to worry about within our division next year, even though now we don't have to worry about Carolina. But now you got to worry about Tampa Bay, and then you got to worry about Atlanta not being what they were last year. So that the, literally the only thing I don't like about him going to Tampa Bay is that it's in the NFC South. Yeah. And the jerseys he's going to end up wearing. It's not going to sit Well, they're in new uniforms. They said they, they, they still going to be ugly. They, they always been ugly. They always just, like ugly. The, uh, just, just like the Vipers or whatever the XFL team is. <laughs> They're awful. I that's all right, anyway. Um what are the moves? Um man, it's literally so many of them. I about to ask, is there any that really stood out to you? You know, you know what I find interesting? And I know the answer. I know I already know what you're gonna say, but uh I I always be like, hey bro. Where the Cowboys getting all this money from? Cause <laughs> because they they signed Zeke last year, and then that when that was the first thing I thought when I saw the Amari Cooper deal, and I was like, okay, well they lost Byron Jones and they lost Robert Quinn, but when I saw five years, a hundred million, I was like, what the fuck they getting all this money from? Because they, yeah. they got Zeke and they franchise Dak and they got like I mean that's like. 50% of their cap right there. It's just them three players. And that's after they paid their own line the way that they have in previous years. But, of course, that can be explained away by the raise of the salary cap throughout the years. Yeah. But that's 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 it for them going for Like, yeah. that's their free agency. <laughs> Side of the bar, Cooper, and franchise taking that crust cap. Wow, bro. Ain't nothing else they can do. They shouldn't do that with that, man. They should have let that go, but and, but then you, I was about to ask you what you thought about his franchise tag too. That I, look, listen, he is in a situation where it's like, all right, well, just like what I said about uh, Ezekiel Elliott when Ezekiel Elliott held out, just because what's your alternative? What's yeah. what's what's and that now it's a it was a selfish move by Zeke to put himself in front of Dak Prescott and and Amari Cooper just because they didn't have to do that, but he knew. What what you gonna do without me? What you, yeah. And that's and that's that that's the Dak Prescott situation. What's your alternative besides paying me what I'm asking you for? Besides going and get a free agent or whatever like that. But I, you still gonna have to pay him a lot of money either too. So it's I don't know. I feel like I feel like they could have let him walk just because his his he is. What do you view him about top fifteen top? But he wants to be paid like the best. He wants so, to be. He wants to be 
highest paid right now, yeah. Right, and so that just we not on the same page. So you you yeah. got to go, bro. But but because it's Jerry Jones and so much of they feel like they're closer than they are, and they're not. They're, so it's just like, all right. And I and I I see it from both sides. I can see what Dak saying. Look, this is my time. I want to be the highest paid. I can also see what Jerry Jones saying. What he's been saying for the past year. Look, we got three players we got to take care of, and you're mm-hmm. not the best of them at all. Right. So right. I'm going franchise tag. You take care of Lamar Cooper, then we'll come back to you. He's not going to get the money he's looking for. Yeah. For them, for them to be giving him or offering him thirty million plus a year for five years, and then he say, "Well, I want four years, not five. Now you come on, bro. Because yeah. to me, like you said, if you you if you consider him top fifteen, you consider him average or slightly above average. Exactly. I'm not paying. Exactly. I'm not paying you forty million dollars a year to be average. If I'm paying you forty million dollars a year, you better be Patrick Mahomes. Right. So he. At this point, I feel like what he should do is just play under his franchise tag. Yeah. You that's thirty to thirty-three million dollars. That's thirty million dollars more than what you got paid last year. And if you perform how you performed this past season, you're gonna get your payday, whether it's from Dallas or from somebody else. Right. But I I just I still don't feel like that number is accurate to to his performance, but that's just how it, you know that's how it just goes, for, especially mm-hmm. for that position. So, I don't know, bro. And then the more money each one of them commands, the harder it is to put a better team around them. So, exactly. now you're about to be $30 million richer, but still miss a playoff. Because you lose the players left or right. So, um, what else? See. Oh well, we touched on the Stephon Diggs trade a little bit. How you felt about that one? Um, you know, the first thing I, your reactions are always so quick. The first thing I thought was, "I right, good, Diggs out the division, and now we ain't got to worry about the Vikings." But then I, then I thought for a second, I was like, "Wait a minute, they got a first, they got their own first, so uh, you know, and then they got a fourth, and I'm like, man, and this, and this." Yeah. Huh? As an and a sixth, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, in this in this draft where they already got a lot of receipts, they're just gonna be able to plug somebody else in. That that's just all right. So now they the Vikings still a threat. <laughs> so that was my first. Yeah. Huh? I said just in a different way. Yeah. So uh, I didn't like it. <laughs> I I remember yesterday we were playing a game and I saw the tweet that he said time for a change or something like that and I say it's just him talking outside of his neck again mm-hmm. and when the trade came through I was like finally maybe he was shut up now like it was it was the complete opposite of what I felt about the DeAndre Hopkins where I was like man why 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 did this happen and when I got to step I did I like finally like I said finally for two reasons for one because maybe he'll shut up. <laughs> But for two, Buffalo had been so persistent in trying to get a big-time receiver. Yeah. They tried to get Antonio Brown. They tried to make some moves in the trade deadline last year but couldn't get anybody. 
And now that they have a true number one receiver, um, yeah, the team that was already getting better, yeah, they're only going to get better from here. Um, I'm quite sure they'll, depending on what the Patriots do at quarterback, they'll probably be the favorites next year in the, in the I mean, the AFC East. Um, so I did like the move for Buffalo, and like you said, the Vikings didn't come off getting ripped off in the whole thing. I was going to say um, something, but I forgot. Go ahead. <laughs> um, man. Oh, I remember. I remember. I'm sorry. You said um, finally he'll shut up. I, I found it hilarious because um, there have been a couple moves where the money, as soon as I saw the money, I was like, oh, my God. What you know, like so that was, that would be my reaction. So it was hilarious to me that um, you know Diggs had his little temper tantrum in the middle of the season, at uh, the beginning of the season, when Kirk Cousins was playing like garbage. So I found it hilarious that as soon as Cousins got more money, he was like, "I am out of here. Like I'm not going <laughs> to do this with this dude again." So that was funny to me. Oh, man. There were two deals. Was it two? No, I mean, not deals, but free agent signings. I know one of them was the DJ Reader one. Because I was like, dang, they're about to have DJ Reader and Geno Atkins in the middle of their defensive line. Mm-hmm. But there was another team who did the exact same thing. Um, but it was before them. I just got to remember who it was. But I was like, dang, they about to have these two players in the middle of their defensive line. Was it the Colts who got Eric Armstead? No, I think it uh, – no, it's not Eric Armstead. They got uh, – No, you, Buckner. Yeah, I'm sorry. Armstead stayed with the 49ers. They got Buckner. But no, I, now that I'm looking, I think it was the Michael Brockers. Him and Calais Campbell mm-hmm. being on this defensive line. The Dolphins been spending a lot of money, and I can't, I can't say that I haven't liked any deal that they made so far. I mean, that's as, as soon as I saw them get Byron Jones, I was like, that makes sense. Yeah, I saw you tweet that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so for them to have him and Xavier Howard back there, mm-hmm. that's going to that's gonna be interesting. Then they added Kyle Van Noy. Um, yeah, I, I saw people were saying Van Noy had interest in coming back to Detroit. Um, I don't, I didn't, I didn't think he did just because the way it ended, it, it wasn't a nice ending. So, and even if he did, the money wouldn't have been there at mm-hmm. this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the Jordan Howell pickup for the Dolphins. Um, the Trey Young getting forty two million dollars over three years that was funny to me. I don't holy sign with uh Cincy Cincinnati. You said Trey Young. Uh, you mean Trey? Oh, Wayne. Trey Wayne. That's yeah, I, Trey. it. Took me a second. I knew you were talking about, but it it, it took me a second to. Yeah. Uh, Philip Rivers to the coast. I, you know, <laughs> I like that. I, I like it. It's going to be, uh, them and I, I just, I like 
what they done on defense too, and then they just got more money to add more talent. So we'll see how uh, that plays out. But again, it just like I kept saying about the the different destinations for all these quarterbacks that's on the market. Um, when they seem like they were satisfied with Jacoby Brissett, I like Jacoby Brissett being his backup still. So and it was yeah. a one a one year deal too. So I I like it. I I, I like it. Honestly, I do. I if they had the opportunity to upgrade, which like you said, there were so many. There's so many quarterbacks that's out there still out there. Honestly, and not many places for them to go. They mm-hmm. were going to have an opportunity to upgrade, whether it was Philip Rivers or whether they were able to talk to Tom Brady or whoever. Um, so I definitely like the Philip Rivers deal and them being able to keep Jacoby Brissett uh, and mm-hmm. wanting to keep Jacoby Brissett going forward. But it's like the Tom Brady situation where you've seen this player in this situation for all these years and now yeah. playing for somebody else. Well, not but but for him, not quite on that level, just because he's 38, which is not old anymore by NFL standards at quarterback. So it's like, all right, for 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 Tom Brady, he keeps saying he wanna play till he's 45, but I mean if he if he go down this year, who knows if that's gonna be the case? But yeah. Philip Rivers only thirty eight. Like, I if you said he's he's gonna play for four more years, I'm like, okay, yeah, I can see that with the with the Colts. I don't know, man. Them it's still sixteen seasons or fifteen seasons, you know. Yeah. And neither one of those quarterbacks are mobile in any way. Which yeah. The good, I mean, the good thing for Philip Rivers is Colts got a great offensive line, so he shouldn't have to worry about that. Right. Too much. Jason Witten is another one. He spent all his time in Dallas, and now he' about to go suit up for the Raiders. And that's I know that that was so weird to me. That's one that I said, "All right, bro, you need to go ahead and retire." The the Raiders deals in general have been weird to me, honestly. Mariota. Well, the Mariota one, I can I can understand that one. Like I I don't think John Gruden cares for Derek Carr that much. Mm -hmm. So if you can. If you could take a flyer on Mariota and make him look like what Ryan Tannehill looked for Tennessee last year, then you could say, okay, we're moving over Mariota. Now we can come off of Derek Carr, especially but, since his contract will allow them to do so. So they got uh, a linebacker. Uh, Littleton from yeah, the Rams. Yeah, from the Rams. Okay, Corey Littleton, yeah. What else? But uh, Vic Beasley to the Titans was interesting. Somebody who led the league in sacks just a few years ago. I didn't know that that, that happened. Yeah, really? Vic Beasley signed with the Titans for a year. For one year. I missed that one. I must have missed that one. Well, obviously, I missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I didn't know that. Yeah, that was that was interesting. I want to see what happens with Leonard Floyd because I'm quite sure he's gonna get a. He's somebody I would like in New Orleans, but we don't need him at this point. Like, we got more pressing matters than to be trying to add more people, more pass rushers. Um, Jimmy Graham to the Bears. That was surprising. Yeah. I I mean, it just it's, – to me, it just proves that they still regret the Trey Burton deal that they gave him, and they, he not giving them what they – what they thought he'd be able to at this point. 
I mean, he had a decent first year, but that kind of yeah. right. But um, yep, won the Super Bowl and then. All right, go ahead. Uh, Randall Cobb about to be number one in Houston, bro. Back in the number one slot. But you know, you know what's interesting about that Cobb, and then they have Fuller already, and then uh, they got Stills. I mean, I get it. You lost Hopkins. Oh, wait, no, they don't have no first-round pick. That's right. Dang. What is first round pick? Oh, it went to uh, Miami for Tunsil, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. I was about to say they could have got a wide receiver in the draft, but they can't. They got and I, I mean, they, will in the second round. I mean, the, the receiver class seems to be deep enough to where they can still get a solid one, but it's not going to be – uh, yeah. What can be a DeAndre Hopkins eventually? Right, and that's why I was like, uh, "Dang, I forgot." All right, yeah, spend money on cops because you ain't got no. <laughs> God, they're so terrible, bro. They, that's just anyway. <laughs> um, I like the uh, Jack Cochran to the Browns. Um, Tapper, like Tapper. Yeah, I know. Oh, I was like, you look like, I don't know who that is. Oh, no, that's the other one. Uh, Hargrave to the Eagles. That's the other one I was thinking about. Him on side of Fletcher Cox. Oh, you saw Hargrave. Bruh, do you know I thought, I thought you meant, I thought you meant Vernon Hargrave. I was like, I don't care about that. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the other one. I was like, dang, him on side of Fletcher Cox. That's gonna be. That's gonna Wait, be. Wait, I'm laughing because you because <laughs> you say, hold up, I gotta go back. You you said I like you looking like you don't know who that is. I know who that is. Man. <laughs> I just didn't have nothing to say about it. It's just, we know they need offensive line help, so it's yeah, put the money on it. But that that just made me laugh that you were like. Let me enlighten you, bro, because you don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, the, the Shaq Lawson, that was... I don't know why anybody giving him $30 million, but do what y'all do. Where'd he go? Miami. Oh. Oh. That was another one of they signings. Eric Flowers, which was a better signing for them. Mm-hmm. Bradley Roby was interesting. Uh, extending with Houston. What you thought of? Uh, this should be funny. What you thought of the Ryan Tannehill deal? Ryan Tannehill. Oh, that was. I thought it was premature. Um, I, you know, in the same way that I felt about. Uh, dang, what's his name? I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Lord Golf, Jared Golf. I just yeah, I, I thought it was it, it just was look Derrick Henry was a big part of their success. I felt like they should have given him the money in franchise. Mm-hmm. I think they did that backwards. But um at least at least let me see that you're gonna do it again because what he do it for ten games? Um yeah. let me see you do it again. And if he and if it works, then great. If it don't, then that's great too. But Cause you know you got it's just a one year deal, but with Derrick Henry's been there legally in Russia the last two years, so like why didn't they just give him his money? 
Uh, which is a valid question. We know the answer. Even we're performing at that level, most teams just don't value running back as they should. Um, but you can't. You're not. You're not gonna franchise tag uh, Tannehill and pay him thirty three million dollars. So I understand why they was like, nah, let's go ahead and give you four years and you make your money over that time. Yeah. I guess I, I just I would I would be more comfortable with the one year than the the yeah. four. Yeah. But I but I you know, I'm sitting here in my <laughs> and and once the, I mean like you say, you want to see it for more than one season, but not too many. You're not really going to get that chance too often in the league. you got to jump on it and, and hope that it continues to be that good of a ride, honestly. Yeah. A lot of these players. You said this should be funny. I wasn't going to go on, bro. I should have gonna go off on my man Tannehill, bro. Nah, he he. Listen, bro, that be a guarantee, which is nothing for a quarterback at this look, point. Look, look, he getting a second chance to prove he was a first round talent. So, mm-hmm. um, obviously, whatever happened in Miami wasn't all his fault. So, yeah. um, it is what it is. Um. I laughed earlier when the care Roby Coleman got cut. I knew you. I know you did. But then I was like, hey, I wonder how much he going for. We might be, <laughs> we might need to be calling him. How much? How much he looking at? It ain't take but three seconds for me to be like, all right, look, how much you want, bro? That's how. That's how it works, bro. Because I told you that two years ago. What? I mean, it was longer than that at this point, but. When Miami swooped in and took Sue from us, I said, y'all can have him. He didn't hit the open market, and I was like, Sue, come on back to Detroit, man. <laughs> so, the biggest the biggest domino that we was waiting for to fall was Tom Brady. We now know Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay. They still got, what, three quarterbacks who are looking for a home, basically, now? Andy Dalton, Jameis Winston, Cam Newton. That's it? The only one of those that interests me is Cam Newton. It's Cam Newton. Yeah. Um, I mean, and what we said, the Chargers don't have a starter. Carolina don't have a starter. And that's it? No, Carolina. You, oh, no, Carolina signed Teddy Bridgewater. So the yeah. Chargers don't have a starter. Somebody else. Oh, Chicago is up in the air. Cincinnati most likely going to draft Joe Burrow. Well, Nick Foles, too. Oh, yeah, Nick Jacksonville is saying that they're not going to trade him, though, so we'll see about that one. Um, I guess I, I, at this point, I, I no, I would love to see Cam Newton in the week. I just don't think that's going to happen. So I would like him in Chicago. And then I can see as a Patriot. Yeah, I did hear them say that. that, that and, and James is going to be a backup for somebody. He's going to be like, he's going to be a backup. Which is insane. But I, that leather league in passing yards is what I mean. Yeah. Not, yeah. Because I that's how I feel like he who he is. That's more yeah. accurate talent. But um yeah. Yeah, that's that's it. And then you got so then it's interesting to see where the domino is gonna fall with the draft 
quarterbacks. Because uh-huh. with the way this is playing out, it's bad for Detroit, in my opinion. Just because you know that they wanna they're gonna try to trade out of the so they ain't man, why would Miami need to trade up now? There ain't no reason for them to. So if they can wait up? Huh? Who drafted number four? Who picking number four? The Giants. Oh yeah. So there ain't no reason for them to Yeah. So <clears throat> anyway. A cool day it is. But yeah, so it I mean like I said, the next two days, a whole bunch more deals going end up going. Um, like I said, that was a lot for these, for these, especially today. What's up? You know, you know one thing that I heard, uh, and this could be Twitter Detroit yeah. fans, but I saw one of the Detroit Lions people talking about. Uh, I forgot to say that when DJ Reader that. I wonder if they're going to get in the conversation about Chris Jones and try to trade for him. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I would love that. I wonder would they take Slay for him, player for player. I thought about that for a second. They did include the quarterback. That would make sense for both teams. Yeah. Yeah. We need a D tackle. They need a corner. They don't want to pay him. We don't want to pay Slay. Yeah, that would work out good for both teams. So, um, what's also going to be interesting, now that I just thought about it, because you were talking about people moving up a quarterback, um, depending on what Carolina gets for Cam Newton, they might now be in the market to try to draft a first-round quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Bro, I... I'm, I really am sad to see Cam Newton moving on from Carolina. I I like I like him in Carolina, but again, Bro, like plus, plus the fact that five years ago they were right there, they were knocking on the door at a Super Bowl. Yeah, if that was even five years ago, yeah, it was. I, I feel like it was like uh, I mean, it was like four or five or somewhere yeah. around there. But either way, um, it's just the team that lose, bros, always is. You, because you were so close, and then yeah. you know the Ram. The last, uh, the last couple of years, bro, has been the losing team has been like, dang, what happened to them? Exactly. You know, the the Rams, the Falcons, the Panthers. You know, every one of them has just been like, wow, except New England, obviously. But <laughs> and even Philly, after winning, you looking like, dang, what's what's going on with them? Um, I did see that. The Rams might be open to trading Ty Gurley. But I saw that too, bro. The fact that don't nobody know what's going on with him is anybody. T- no, y'all keep him. That's y'all. Y'all had it. And more importantly, bro, is it's the money. It's the so, bro. What's wrong with you? Exactly. Can, can we can we talk? <laughs> what can somebody when this nigga retire? Nah, like what is wrong with you, bro? They're going to be a 30 for 30. Right, <laughs> let's, let's, let's talk about it. What See, what really happened was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, um, Melvin Gordon, he's going to be one to keep looking out for. 
Jordan Howard got picked up. I didn't even realize he was a free agent, honestly. But that was a decent pickup for Miami. There's not, we said it uh, a couple weeks ago, there's not that many running backs and wide receivers and tight ends that's that interesting in this free agency class. It's a lot of linemen and defensive players, though. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see how that end up, and and there's still people getting released and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's gonna be what's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. But that's that's all I got, man. I can't wait. I told you it's my favorite time of year. I can't wait to see how the rest of it plays. Also, I did want to say this too. I like that the NFL kept going with their offseason. Especially with how much of this stuff gets done remotely anyway. Mm-hmm. The fact that I got something else to pay attention to than just hearing about the coronavirus all day, every day. Yeah. I, at least I know right now I got the NFL free agency and then the draft going to be coming up as well. Yep. Because this... Yeah, I... I can't just, yeah. Oh, but that's it for us today. Uh, Until next week. What's up, everybody? Check out Friendly Fire every Thursday as we discuss the latest and most intriguing topics in sports. Also, make sure to follow us on Twitter and on Facebook at Friendly Fire 08.